0: Welcome to the Husband Factory Podcast. I'm the host and founder, Makita Kamara Omensa. Join me here every week where I help single women meet good men and enjoy great marriages using proven faith-based principles. Now, here's today's episode. Hey there, pretty lady. I want to talk to you today about a young lady and we're gonna call her Jane to protect the innocent. And she had an issue. And the issue was she had what I'd like to call tailor-made temptations. Now, what does that mean, tailor-made temptations? It means that there was this certain type of guy that she always fell for. She had a weakness for this type of guy. I'll tell you the type of guy that was her weakness. She always, always fell for guys that were a little bit cocky and confident that they were good looking, well-groomed. They were nice dressers. They were fun. They were exciting. And that's nothing wrong with any of that, is there? No, it actually sounds kind of nice. But there was just one problem. Those type of guys normally had a lot of options, you know, and meaning that there were a lot of women that liked them. And because of that, they were not interested in commitment. So she had friendships with them. She may have even developed something a little bit more than friendship, but there was never a commitment developed with any of them. None of them wanted a long-term relationship. None of them were looking for marriage at that point when she met them. So she decided that she was going to give some other type of guys a chance. She decided, you know what, I this is the type of guy I've always been attracted to The guys that are, you know, ultra confident and, you know, seem to have an idea of what they want in life and are go-getters and are very handsome, that they are professional, seem to have everything going for them. Maybe I need to just stop looking at guys that are so open and outspoken. Maybe I just, maybe the quiet guy, maybe I'll try a nice guy or a quiet guy or somebody that may not be so in the sense that when he enters the room, everybody notices him or you know, may not be that type of personality. But the, what she found was that no matter how hard she tried, she was still attracted to those other type. She tried to go out with the other guys that were not so outgoing and, and were not extroverts and were not confident and all of that as far as showing that they were confident. And she found out that it was very hard for her that It turned out that those guys were not as exciting. So that's what Tailor Made Temptations is all about. All of us have a propensity to like a certain type of guy. All of us, as women, there's a certain type of man that turns your head every time. For some people, it's if they have a nice, well manicured beard. Oh, you always like guys with beards. You know, they always turn your head. For some people, It's, you know, they have to have a nice body. A guy with a nice body always turns your head. Uh, For some people, it's a combination of things. Like a beard is not good enough. You have to be beard and handsome and nice body. Then you turn your head, you know. But whatever it is, you have a tailor-made temptation. If you're listening to me, there's a type of guy that if Satan wanted to destroy you, he would bring into your life. And, you know, you would be like, oh, God help me, you know, because this guy is my type. And you tend to, the problem with tailor-made temptation is that we tend to, as women, we tend to gravitate towards our type, which there's nothing wrong with that, except that our type may not always be good for us. We tend to gravitate towards our type, and we also tend to make concessions for our type. We tend to... Break our rules for our type. You know, we can have all these rules, but the guy—if the guy is not our type—we don't—we don't have a problem keeping up with the rules. But if he's our type, if he's somebody that we consider to be extremely handsome, if he's somebody that we consider to be debonair and sophisticated and charming, it's hard to keep up to our rules. Aren't that we break rules for our type? So what are we supposed to do? We are supposed to get to the point where we recognize these temptations. We recognize, you know what, this guy is my type. So because he's my type, I need to be extra careful. You can't just go through life, especially relationships. You can't just go through relationships without a plan. So if you know that a certain type of guy is your weakness, you fall for this type of guy, you don't keep up with your standards, you know, your stand, you lower your standards for this type of guy. If I meet this type of guy, I lower my standard. Look, Looking at my past, I see a trend of me lowering my standards. I see a trend of me not respecting myself as I should when I'm around this type of guy. If you see that trend, you need to recognize it so you can address it. Some of us is a very, very handsome men that have no depth. There's no depth to them, but oh boy, are they good to look at. Some of us is men that are charming, but they're needy. You end up paying their bills. You end up helping them with their schoolwork. You end up helping them with their job. You end up having them find a job. You end up, you know, one way or another, you end up helping them. So if that is your trend, you need to find out why, number one. Number two, you need a plan for what you're going to do next time. Because just because you have a tailor-made temptation, does not mean that that particular person or that particular type of person is who you should marry you should marry a person that is going to love you honor you cherish you treat you the way jesus treated the church sacrifice for you die for you the way jesus was willing was willing and did die for the church so sometimes that doesn't also, all of, always come in that package that you like. Sometimes it does, but sometimes it doesn't. So what do you do if you know you have a tailor-made temptation? Number one, ask God to align your value system with his value system. Ask God, what should I be looking for? You know, I like 6'4", dark skin, nicely manicured from head to toe, deep voice, very well-dressed, sophisticated and charming, pools outdoors, you know, maybe that's what you like, but those have, those things that I listed are nice, but they have absolutely nothing to do with God's value system. They have absolutely nothing to do with what you should be looking for in a husband. None of of them, none of the things I listed from 6'4 to charming have anything to do with what you should be looking for in a husband. And that's just a fact. I always remember there was this gorgeous blonde, blue eyed guy I saw walking in a store. For some reason, this happened probably 20 years ago. And he was so beautiful. Like, he looked like a movie star. He was just so beautiful. Gorgeous blonde, curly hair, short, curly hair, blue eyes that were like, I could see his eyes were blue and I was far away from him. I was probably, you know, maybe six to eight feet away from him. And he, his, I I was just like, wow, this guy is so handsome. And the Holy Spirit said that as soon as I saw, him, I was like, my goodness, look at him. You know, and the Holy Spirit said to me, you don't want to know what he looks like on the inside. And I'll never forget that. I was like, gee, excuse me, Holy Spirit. I was just saying he's fine. You know what I mean? And the Holy Spirit was like, you don't want to know what he looks like on the inside, you know? And he was well-dressed and, you know, he just, he's just a good looking guy. And I always remember he was walking into a store old store called Christmas Tree Shops. If you live in the Northeast, you may have heard of those stores. And the Holy Spirit said, you don't want to know what he looks like on the inside. I was just like, wow, that is crazy. But it made me think like, wow, he's smiling. He looks great. But what is he like on the inside? So your value system has to align with God's value system. What does God want you to have in a husband? Where does integrity come in? Where does honesty come in? Where does him being a Christian, a child of God come in? Where does him being somebody that God can actually speak to, that he can hear God's voice, that he can be led by God? Where does righteousness come in? You know, that he is a man that will do the right thing, even if it hurts him. You know, a man that can be counted on, a man that can be trusted, a man that's responsible and faithful, that he won't cheat on you not because he loves you so much, but because he loves God so much, that because he knows it's wrong, you know, because he can fall out of love with you and then what? You know, so the what you need number one is ask God, Lord, give me your value system. Make sure I want to be sure that I value the same things that you value. I don't want to value the external, the things that can be seen more so than the internal. And most of us do, that's just the honest truth, especially the younger we are. We value the external above the internal. We just do. You know, that's what you can see initially, right? And then a lot of times, by the time we see how ugly they are on the inside, we're already too deep to get out. So now, the other thing you can do is you can get a mentor in relationships that can help you in making decisions. What do I mean by that? Your life now is the sum total of the decisions that you've already made. So right now, if there's anything in your life that you don't like, then that means you need to make better decisions. If there's any part of your life that you don't like, you need to make better decisions in that area. That's how life works. Life is a sum of decisions. Now, sometimes it's hard to make decisions on your own. That's why you need a mentor. So find someone find that is a little bit more spiritual than you, a little bit more wiser than you when it comes to relationships, and let them know the decisions you're making before you make them. Let them know, you know what? I met this guy. I really like I'm getting a going out with them, you know, and just hear them out. Don't assume that you know everything. Don't assume that you know what's best for yourself because obviously your life is the way it is because of the decisions you've already made. So if you're not happy with that, I'm not saying you're not happy, but if you're listening to it, you're not happy with the way certain things are, then maybe you should start listening to other people's opinions. Maybe you should start listening to someone who has what you want when it comes to relationships. Somebody who's married and has a good marriage and a good marriage that you know is a good marriage that you've seen, you know, you've been able to see that they have a good, and and listen to them. And number three, develop a closer walk with Jesus. You know, we're living in dark times, but Jesus is our light. You know, and we need to hear from Him. We need His direction. We need His guidance. There are men that have married women, and the women did not know that the men were gay. There are men, and I've even told you about some on my podcast. There are men that have married women, and the women did not know that these men were pathological liars. There was a man that I don't know how he was able to lie to this woman that he was a medical doctor. He lied to her for years that he was a medical doctor. Every day he would get up from his clothes, go to the hospital. She didn't even show up at the hospital. He would be there in his lab coat, you know, a few times. And the, the man was never a doctor, never, never even went to medical school. You know, he lied to her for years. How would you avoid these kind of crazy men? By being close to the Holy Spirit, by being close to Jesus, by being sensitive to to his spirit. We live in a spiritual world. So God can warn you. You know, how I told you about the guy that I saw walking into the store and I was like, wow, he's so gorgeous. And the Holy Spirit said, you don't want to know what he looks like on the inside. That was a warning. So God can warn you. There's women that have never touched drugs. They met a guy, fell in love with them. They're strung out now 10, 15 years. You know, have lost their children, have lost their teeth, have lost their beauty, have lost their self-esteem, have lost their careers. Women that were lawyers and doctors became stronger on drugs. Uh, There's women that have married men that were just gigolos, that only wanted them because of the money that they had. You know, you think it's not just women that go after men for, for money. Men are doing it now. Men are... Looking for doctors, looking for lawyers, looking for women that are making a you know substantial six figure to seven figure income. Marry them for a year, divorce them, and then ask for alimony. Yes, honey, men are receiving alimony like crazy. They are getting these women to pay their animal alimony, pay their taxes, you know, not pay their taxes, pay their retirement out of their woman's hard earned money. Imagine. A man you marry, you turn out it turns out to be a fraud. Six months to a year later, he divorces you or you guys get divorced because, you know, he makes your life miserable. You can't, you have to get out. And that man requires you to pay him a salary every month. The court requires you to pay him a salary every month because by you divorcing him, he's no longer getting the lifestyle that he used to have. And it's happening to countless women now. There are even women in the, like I said, medical field or law field or or places where there are some that have six and seven figure businesses that are that are even scared to get married because of it. it's happening so rapidly now that men are doing it on purpose just to collect the alimony check. Imagine you have to give a man that you divorced or that cheated on you or whatever, two thousand, five hundred, three thousand, four thousand, five thousand every single month out of your paycheck. That's crazy. And it's happening. So how do you avoid it? You need to avoid it by having a closer walk with Jesus. And that comes from your prayer life. It comes from your study life. It comes from your word life. Check the bio, check the show notes. I'm going to give you specific ways to have a closer walk with Jesus this year. 2022, the year that's coming up, don't have, don't let tailor-made temptations trip you up. You're better than that. You're bigger than that. Yes, you have a certain type that you like, but that certain type does not have to have you. That certain type does not have to have power over you. You're better than that. You're bigger than that. There's more to life than those things. And there's more to what the type of man God has for you than those things. So ask God to direct you, ask God to lead you, and you will find the right guy. Have a great day. Take care now. Bye-bye.